I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J-Dub, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shaco Alexander, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscal, and I'm down to dunk. This is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to episode one, three, five, nine of down two. Dunk. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $1 a month for six months. I am joined this morning by Andrew. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam throw. And Jay. It's Jay. It is Jay. Hey, make sure if you haven't done so and you're looking for some down to dunk swag, go to our Shopify page, which you can find the link on our Twitter bio and uh, get you. We got some of the rumble shirts, which Andrew and I are wearing right now. If you're following us on YouTube and we also have some of the original uh, down to dunk logos. And so check that out on Spotify. Spotify. Uh, Shopify. Shopify. Shopify and Spotify. We are on Spotify as far as podcasts. That's what I meant. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Luke is back. I'm in back. I'm back. I missed you, man. I wasn't here last week. I was on a plane. Were you in the morning on Friday on a plane? I was on a yes. I was on a yes. Yes. Who'd you see? Who did you go see in in Arizona? Uh is his name Zach Bryan? Oh, cool. Oh, really? Did you like it? You know, yeah. you know any Zach Bryan songs? Uh, I know one. Let's hear it. Um, I don't really, I don't know it well enough to say it to sing it, but I, I was unfamiliar with his work really prior to that weekend. <laughs> but he was, he put on a very enjoyable show. You know, it's from Oklahoma. Oh, there that. was a Zach Bryan question on the Monday pod from really? somebody. Oh, whatever it is like. Yeah. He's he's uh he's he's uh fantastic. He, he just re- released a new um album. And he's Maybe. coming to Oklahoma City oh. on that tour in the spring. Really? Wow. Yep. How about well, he's, that? he puts on a great I'm gonna get show. some tickets, I think, man. I wanna go see it. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. He's, he's good. good. He is good. He's That's a good, good genre of music for me right now. Like I love kind of that country, more, you know, kind of older style of country, singer songwriter. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. I do know what you're saying. Hmm. What else do you do while you're in Arizona? Um, I played golf, and I'm not very good at golf. What'd you and shoot? I, and I Like, in the thousands. <laughs> yes. In the thousands. I, Feels good, man. I had, I would say, a hand, like, four to five shots. I was like, that was pretty good. That's that's the thing about golf. It's kind of like gambling, where you have, like, the one time that you hit, mm. and you're like, man, I could... I could maybe make all the money if I keep doing this. Did that every time. Yeah, it's like golf is the same thing. It's like, oh, that went straight and kind of far. Like, let's, I think I could be a professional golfer. I hit one that was like, there was, you know, roads around just straight onto the, the fair, like the, like, 
the fairway, not the fairway of the golf, but the fairway of like a an active like highway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had I played Coffee Creek here in Edmond. This was 15 years ago, and I on my drive I hit and it went like perpendicular to where I was aiming uh-huh. and hit a garage door with <laughs> such force. <laughs> Sound like a gun went off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no. I'm not I'm not proud of this, but I uh, quickly got in my cart. I said cart. Cart. I got my cart and skirt, skirt. So got you out of there. So you didn't take uh, ring the doorbell. I wrote a note that said sorry and sorry. just put it over the huge dent in the garage door. Wow. Sorry, my bad. Um, so in the feeble world, Latvia is 37 seconds away from knocking off Spain in the second round. Um, still not knockout round, though. It's some sort knockout. of weird. It's still group group play number two. How are the Garuba Goobas? Garuba Goobas are, are uh, going strong, man. Losing. He uh, just got pulled out of the game um, because they need to make some threes. <laughs> so... <laughs> Not a lot of trust in him. How how's how's my boy Davis? Davis is taking some just bomb deep threes, man. Like he is just bombing from deep. I'm ready for uh to see Davis, you know, return to form for the Oklahoma City Thunder team. Yeah, you know, I you say, you say that, and I feel like I'm not being sarcastic. I feel like you're joking. I'm not joking. Davis has 16 points, three boards, one assist. Wow, he is three of seven from three. I think. He's not gonna, obviously not going to play all the time because this roster has a lot of players. Well, and if they play him more than how many games? Seventy five percent of the season. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. Then his contract for next year is fully guaranteed at like eighteen or sixteen or something. Yeah, so that won't happen. But I think there will be times where we'll see a lot of Bertans, and I think he'll there'll be some there'll be some Bertans moments. What does I he predict. play? Is he a four? He's a three four. Can't guard, I'm assuming, many threes. Can't guard many threes. It would definitely be like a, hey, they're playing the Sixers and P.J. Tucker's out here. You know, he'll never do anything on offense. We can put him out there. Hey, so this leads me to a, a question. This is Jay's Twitter question. Okay. Don't, don't, hit the, don't hit the music. Do not do it. I said don't do it. So, um, <laughs> don't do Twitter it. questions. <laughs> so... Remember when we used to sing top five power rankings live on the show? We've done a lot of things. Yeah. Jay's got questions and he asked Ask them, them in person. person. <laughs> so what is the most, what would be a lineup mm-hmm. that is a legitimate basketball lineup? Like not like, oh, what would be the weirdest <coughs> lineup of just aliens or whatever on the basketball court but like mm-hmm. i think bertans would be somebody that i would say thunder could put out the funkiest but real lineup you would have bertans chet if, if you did so i got a lineup that chet. had just like great spacing we'll get there don't worry chet chet i'm going chet i'm going chet i'm going chet um <sighs> It's so weird. I don't know what was going on there. It just felt so strange. Um, I would go SGA, Isaiah Joe, J-Dub, Bertons, Shet. Can I sub one position? Yeah. 
I would sub J Dub for Poku. Oh, to just take it to a whole hey. another level. But you just you said that no alien lineup. <laughs> True. But you I'm like, specified I'm Latvia that. has knocked off Spain in the round two. Wow! If you're listening to this, which only just a handful of you guys are listening live, because it's six forty five a.m. on a Friday. Um, no, they're just gearing up for the but, Australia game that's yeah. coming on here in a minute. But big shout, big shout out to Latvia. I'm just thinking of team like that. That lineup would do reasonably well on a basketball court. Yeah, but would just be strange. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you just put Bertons and Poku on the floor together at any time, it'd be very strange. But if you put Bertons and Isaiah Joe out there, so much shooting, spacing the court. And like then you just if you just ran a pick and roll with Chet and SGA at the top, yeah. Like what are you? How are you stopping what's about to happen? Unstoppable. Yeah, that's why shooting is so important. Latvian national anthem. Oh, shout out to the Bertons brothers. Pretty good. This is a big moment for the Bertons brothers. Sounds, sounds strong. Shout out to our, to our boy Davis, who That's is his only job, who is clapping back at the not cla- not clapping back, clapping with the audience now. He's so. clapping back. Shut up, <laughs> <laughs> all you haters. <laughs> you like us now that we won. <laughs> you weren't there. We were struggling. Uh, yeah, Bertans <laughs> leads the uh, the fighting Latvians with sixteen points. So, are you watching? Minutes. How much of the FIBA are you watching? <laughs> we love you, Davis. How much of the uh, World Cup are you watching, like in the mornings, or oh, are I you mean, just like, watching like replays? I mean, yeah, I'll pop up and watch replay, basically, if if there's something interesting going on. But if it's like a blowout, like I'm I'm watching highlights. This is why it's like I tried to stay connected to it in this last couple weeks, yeah. but now I'm like. This is where it starts becoming more interesting. Yeah. Because the definitely. second round is weird. I actually don't know how it works, but it's not a elimination round. Like, it's not one and done. Knockouts are next. Yeah, I think if you lose two, you don't move on to the next. Yeah. So that's when it's going to be the quality of who's playing who is going to be, like, substantially better. Yeah, definitely. Because there's just, there have been a lot of blowouts. Yeah. Part of that is because there's like three teams that are, well, two teams that are superior to everybody. Although USA played Montenegro last night and only won by, I think, 11. Yeah, 12. 12. Yeah, they beat them 85-73. And these are shorter games, just in case like you're not following this at all. Um, let's see. 15 minutes. Ant Edwards had 17. Jaron Jackson had 11. Austin Reeves had 12. How's Brandon Ingram? Oh, poor Brandon Ingram. Had DMP CD? <coughs> no, the only DMP CD was Cam Johnson. Um, what? BI had two points on three shots, uh, five boards, three assists. He's really struggled in this kind of role. He's like whatever the opposite of Olympic mellow is, that's what BI is. Regular season, late career mellow? He's like, he's like mellow now? Yeah, mellow right now. <laughs> Current Mello, what he would do in FIBA is probably this. Actually, probably still better. <laughs> he actually might be better. Because yeah. <laughs> B.I. has been pretty terrible. He had, his last game was okay. But this... Plus, Carmelo <coughs> steps up on the international stage. He does. He does. B.I. falls asleep on the international stage. It's weird because he... 
I mean, he was like the, supposed to be like one of like the guys. Yes. To begin like this team USA. It journey. must just be either this. Is it the style <laughs> that they're asking him to play? Is it the. I don't know. I I don't know. Is either. he more ISO? Is that kind of his thing? Yeah, I mean, he's more ISO. He can, he's more mid-range. He brings the ball up a lot Yeah, with the Pelicans. Yeah. He's more suited for the NBA, certainly. Um, but it also shows that, I mean, even like a Mark Degnault-style offense like, is probably well more suited for FIBA, you know? Yeah. And I, it's just weird to think about a player like him not doing well. Like a basically like a seven foot ball handling shooter, like not doing well in FIBA is weird to me. And like Josh Hart just being like way just a much better player for this team and like supplanted him as a starter and all that. It's just odd. Um but if you want to hear more FIBA talk, you can go to the Athletic NBA show. Alex and I had J. E. Skeets of No Dunks on and we talked about uh Team Canada. Uh, that is out there right now. We just went ahead and released it right away after we recorded last night. And uh, pretty pretty close, Andrew versus the Beat. I won't give it away, but pretty close competition between me and Skeets on Canadian basketball trivia, which was quite niche. Very niche. <laughs> but it is, if there's ever been a time to do Canadian basketball trivia, that time is now. Because the time is now. Are running over holy smokes they're really good they're really good hopefully Dort's playing today i don't know what his status is what happened he uh has sat out the last two games with uh soreness is what they've listed it with just generic soreness just sore he's just feeling sore mm. sore sore you know what he says when they say uh they're like ah oh, i can't play he says sorry <laughs> didn't know where you're sorry. going but that was... i can't play i'm too sore sorry sorry <laughs> wow uh <laughs> you're really sticking with it he's, he, he's really trying to deliver this one home <laughs> you guys didn't hear it um <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> miguel Devella said bi is houston mellow now uh, I, I forgot he was in Houston. He also did. Remember those pictures of him on the beach wearing that Rockets like long sleeve, like that like thin hoodie, where he is, where it's just like pasted to his body. Looks like it was painted on. You just see every Mellow roll. I love just, it. It was great. Mellow, top five favorite basketball players of all time. Uh, awesome. Yeah, and he was had a you know hilariously kind of sad time here in Oklahoma City but how cool was it that Carmelo Anthony put on a Thunder jersey still, and played still, in our city like that's still, still so cool I remember when it was announced I blame Donovan awesome. yeah I Billy blame Billy Donovan yeah I think that's that's fair I think just actually saying, actually blame Mello and PG and Russ for just thinking that they were the best team that maybe ever existed if Dre wouldn't have got hurt we'd never know if Andre Robertson didn't get hurt. greatest, what if he was the glue that held the pieces together? You're not wrong. Yeah, and then it literally came apart, yes. and they lost in round one. It's the amount of hindsight that all of these people that are like that 2000, you know, whatever yeah. 17 or 18 Cleveland Cavs team, if it wasn't for the Warriors, they were. I mean, like, were they? Or what? Was it, What's like, going on? How here? did this all of a sudden happen? <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. I was like, if Andre Robertson would have not gotten hurt, uh, 
There was just so many things, though, that they just fell flat on their face. Remember Paul George before the playoffs said, God, <laughs> y'all haven't seen playoff, playoff P, P yet. And he <laughs> he delivered in one game. In one game. And then was, remember in the elimination game how was bad it, oh, he was? 16 or something? And like, just obviously did not want the ball. Just didn't want the ball. I know. You know who did, though? Russell. Russ, and he shot like 57 times. <laughs> and Ricky Rubio outplayed him in a series. It was a str- that, that was, was a- such a brutal, brutal series. Yeah, that one hurt. That one hurt. Uh, Portland hurt. Portland hurt the next year. Yeah. Portland didn't. I, I felt like the Jazz one felt worse. Yeah, because they just completely deflated. Yeah. Portland, it was like. I don't know. Still, really sucked. Actually, I'm trying to make it spin to better. Still sucked. Portland, it felt like okay, this team might need to die. Yeah, we were all ready. Yeah. I, I was ready. Yeah. And the Stephen Adams, Ennis Cantor, debacle was where oh I was like, gosh. okay, I'm, I think I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. That was because we were all. It was the dream scenario. It was the dream scenario. That is where that phrase came from. Because we should have beaten Portland. Without question, we should have beaten Portland. No, quite, yeah. I mean. It, you couldn't beat freedom. Can't beat freedom. Can't beat it. Although that dude's kind of lost his mind. He is absolutely out of his gourd. <laughs> uh, okay. So anything else from FIBA? I mean, I'm excited to see Team USA. Do you, how do you think um, Team USA would match up versus Canada in like a, I don't know, some somewhere in the knockout round? Loss. Yeah. You don't think that they got a shot? Shay, you think Shay would be the best player on the on the floor? Is that yeah. a matter for something? You say it no, so, I, I, you I say think so USA quickly. loses. Oh, you think USA loses? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So you're yeah. Saying, you're saying at the end you're gonna hear this. <laughs> I kind of like. Shout out Dort. That's kind of a. Is that him of, singing? That's yeah. Dort. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Doesn't it sound like him? <laughs> that's kind of a. It's kind of a good anthem. I I like. It's long. I Is just like long? the way Canada. I mean, they're if you go it's through, long. you can go on the FIBA website and look through rosters. You can see where people are playing, and I mean, Canada is loaded. Sorry. Sorry. Just play it again and keep going. It's it, only one. It's one. It's one minute seventeen seconds. Well, I'll tell you what. Whenever I hear it in the arena, it seems so much longer. It's because than that. it's like you know when they sing. Our national anthem, you know, that you can kind of riff and make it really long. Yeah. You could riff on that. I'm riff on that. Yeah. yeah. It it is it just seems really long. What do you think? Canada, US. I mean, I think the US is just has a deeper squad. I just think especially from like the big man position, when you throw like Walker Kessler. Well, no, Paolo in it like you throw Paolo in there. What's happening? Uh, this is there's this like, is there's like this is pregame of uh, Australia Slovenia. It's, like, it's like the raindrops. <laughs> it is the, the rain. The thunder game halftime <laughs> or the old lady aerobics. Yeah, oh, size, man. That's when you know that <laughs> they are running low on halftime X. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think the U.S. should win. I mean, they should. They have a more talented team, but Canada looks better than them. So far, I think, than than the U.S. has looked. Dang. Win. So I would I I'm not saying that I'm rooting for Canada to win, but it would be cool to see Shea and Dort 
And uh, do we have to feel as conflicted as we do? I don't know. I think we should. At least we need to put the lightly. image out I'm there that we're tread yeah. lightly. No man, robot you know, dancing there, with there them. There is a robot. Oh dancing. my gosh, that's cool. It's like look like a bunch of uh, future Jabberwockies. If you're not watching this, it's it's a. I think that's the FIBA mascot. <laughs> oh really? I think so. That if you're not watching this, this if you're is, watching. You should tune in to this dancing. FIBA mascot that is just breaking it down, cutting a, cutting a rug, if you will. I mean, he's yeah. got some. Oh, he's got like a. He has a face, an, an electronic face and that makes kind of, different, kind of different e- faces. It, it emotes. <gasps> it emotes. That is honestly better. That's than, a great mascot. Way better than Rumble. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I really like that. It's good because it emotes and it has like it, that. Can, they should. I can't believe there's not an NBA mascot that emotes. There's really not. No, they're all very static. They they're, are. They're very old school mascots. There should the first one to emote will. I mean that. Do you want you get a leg up? Because you want it like Disneyland, where like Rumble, you seeing Rumble like blink and like yeah, that I would like and like eyes moving around. That actually might freak me out. That's That's nightmare fuel. Yeah, that really is. I don't think. Oh yeah. Then like you know. Kids would think it was like real, real, like yeah, little kids. They have turned, just, they have created a bison man. Have you seen <laughs> a minotaur man. or whatever it is? <laughs> <laughs> People, there would be kids that would believe that it was real. Maybe you can't do that. Uh, Team Australia is about to uh, unleash their fury on Slovenia. Um, very, actually, very interested. To watch this one, yeah. Well, let's just quit the pod. We're gonna concede. All right, uh, it's been good. I hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you guys again. I'm just waiting to talk about roster crunch. <laughs> let's talk about. I guess have you thought about who you think who's should make play? Who's not going to play? Fifteen man roster. The crunch. Um, but for real, shout out Lindy Waters. Glad he's back. Um, okay. Anything else FIBA related that we have not discussed? Thunder related. Josh Giddy has played well leading Australia. I am interested to see how, because I know you said it on the Wednesday uh, Super Pod, but I am intrigued to see how this summer has impacted who these guys can be for this team, right? Like if you look at Giddy, clearly the kind of leader of this Australia team, which is insane for a 20-year-old. It's crazy. Um but I, I don't know. Like, how do they, how does what they did in this tournament translate to who they can be on the floor? Because I, I, I haven't seen anything from Josh that's like, oh, wow. Like, he's not shooting 43% from the three or anything. Like, but he's just more confident. He's more, he's strong. Like, obviously, the poster that he had earlier this week. Like, yeah, that was cool. He's just more. I mean, he's just getting in the paint a whole lot more. Yeah. So maybe the yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so what is the thing that you think will be not because of this, but the evolution of the game over the summer? Is it going to be that Josh's free throws, at least attempts, are going to increase? I mean, you know, twenty percent. It would. It would be great if it was one hundred percent increase because I mean he only took like a little over one per game, <laughs> you know. So yeah. I I think that he's got to get to like four. I think is a reasonable. Um, now, what about Shea? Is there anything you've seen from him? Like, is he shooting better? I mean, his shot looks a little smoother for sure. Mm. Um, he just continues to do kind of the same stuff 
where he takes over in the third quarter and kind of picks his spots, but then just, you know, hits the gas in the third quarter and is just unstoppable. I mean, there have been moments where you watch him play for like five, six, seven minutes where you're just like, no one can do anything with him. And he uses his like stop and starts. I mean, he's putting guys on their butts. Um, he's just so such an incredible player. The Thunder are so lucky to have this guy <laughs> as like the leader of their team because like he's so he's he's such a good player for the modern era. He even even though like he is definitely like the best player, maybe in the tournament, but certainly on Team Canada, he still plays within a team concept with like shot allocation and stuff like that for the team. And it makes them much better. And I think he, he does the same stuff for the thunder itself. And it's just cool to see that, like continue to play out. Like you can tell that he knows how to win and like is, there is, I think they, they're going to have a real, a real chance to do something. 50 wins, man. Call it. You're thinking about, uh, <laughs> you thinking you're wondering what the Australian national anthem sounds like. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Make you wonder? Okay, here it is. Shrimp on the Barbie. Go <laughs> ate the baby. Foster's Australian for beer. You've just insulted so many of our <laughs> so many of our, I'm so sorry. We are so sorry to L-Man. our Aussie friends. Oh man's Q rating is plummeting oh, in Australia. No. Wow. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I like that. Less good. Uh, less what good. if it was the exact lyrics that you just said? <laughs> like we didn't know, but you were verbatim. That'd be dope. I think the, the uh, Brendan Islaw says, as a Kiwi, L Man is not wrong. <laughs> the New Zealand Australia hate is strong. I uh I think the the excitement that FIBA has created in me for this upcoming season is yeah. is what has been great about it. And now yeah. it's also something that's kind of kept me engaged in the sports world before uh football season starts, which is yeah. right now. Here it is. Yeah. Stoops yeah. troops. Stoops troops. Stoops troops. Let's go, Stoops. Good. Are you excited? Are you excited for football season? Oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna be fun. I was watching hard. I've, I haven't watched Hard Knocks on Max in a long time or yeah. HBO. Yeah. And I turned it on this year because I was like, yeah, I don't have anything else to watch because I Little League World Series makes me uncomfortable. And it's like, <laughs> anyway, I don't know. It's just strange. And uh, so I'm I'm watching Hard Knocks, and it's man, it's so I grew. If you don't know anything about me, it's who is it totally this year? Fine. The Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Okay. So Aaron Rodgers was traded to the Jets this offseason, and so it's it's a big deal. Anyway, it's kind of fun. But my son is also playing his first season. Yeah, he had his first game last first night. First season to tackle football. How was that? It was football. What what, what position? Just, he, uh, he doesn't know. It, it's not, it hadn't been the greatest experience as far as 
them helping kids that maybe have never played tackle football learn how to play the sport. That is literally. It's more like, hey, get out there and uh, I don't know, maybe you can play a linebacker. And they put him at linebacker and he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like nobody has taught me what I'm doing here. Tale as old as time, Jay. That My first play, I didn't know much about football in general. Like I was very much like grew up like a basketball person. And I get out there and our first play, a guy it was on a kickoff. A guy runs it back, gets to the 20-yard line, and I clip this dude <laughs> so hard. <laughs> and just he just eats turf. And I am just like so pumped. Standing over and him. And my coach yells at me for 10 minutes afterwards. Schlecht! He just grabs me by, <laughs> by my helmet and just drags me over. And I'm like, I have no clue what I did wrong. Sorry, is that illegal? I thought it was awesome. I thought I just did something awesome. So it was kind of just a quick story from last night. So what, like I said, he played linebacker, linebacker okay. like an outside linebacker, which I'm like, I, how are you in that position? <laughs> uh, but here we are. And he would be better at like a slot receiver or I would put him at like safety maybe. But yeah. Anyway, so he's playing linebacker, and he has this a few moments where he's like, he doesn't make the correct angle on a pursuit, and so like he is behind the guy when they he crosses the line of scrimmage or whatever. Uh-huh. It's JV eighth grade football, so it's yeah they don't have a lot of like well crafted plays. It's like <laughs> yeah. get the ball from the center and then run around the. Does corner. everybody have all their pads on? Yeah, like, like, we're yeah good. that's basically that level. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, so he has this one play where he is in the right position. And my son is also, he's 14, mm-hmm. but he's not physically, he hasn't hit that stage of puberty where he kind of became a young man versus still, he's still very kid like yeah. as far, cause he's not, he's not larger than anybody. He's just kind of in the middle, mm-hmm. but and, full mustache. And yeah, he does have a full mustache, <laughs> very light, but full, uh, <laughs> And the kid that's running the ball for Central, who they're playing last night, comes around the corner and he's like, he's the kid that hit puberty a little earlier. So yeah. he's already big and he's fast. And my son goes to tackle him and like perfect position, arms around, but the running back wins oh, the battle. No. And so I'm like, I see him like form tackle this guy. And yeah. I'm like, yeah and then i like i told him i said andrew i don't know what happened i blacked out or something when i was celebrating because then i opened my eyes and this guy is like 25 (laughs) yards down the field (laughs) scoring a touchdown and apparently he just ran my son over Uh, and the first thing my son says to me when he sees me after the game dad you see when i got dump trunk by that guy (laughs) (laughs) i was like yes i did at least you're not like devastated as much as just like, well, that was a disaster. Oh man! But he was really, it was. I was really encouraged by him because he was like, "Hey, it's my first time to ever play this sport like hey, this." That's great. I'm like, though. all right, well, go do it then. That's fun. That's awesome. Uh, Elman, you got any advice for us? I got some advice. Let's go through my top five advice for national anthems to listen to. <laughs> Just kidding. Just Number kidding. one, Taiwan. Okay, let's find it. Let me find it because I don't have it yet. Oh, okay, it's coming. My advice. Okay, here it is. Advice from a person named Thomas. He wants some advice. He says, I'm going to my brother's wedding this weekend, and it's going to be filled 
with drama. I have a huge family, nine siblings from the same parents. Whoa. And the dynamic is already interesting amongst everyone. This is the first time everyone has been together in five years and the first time since the parents' divorce. My question is, how do you deal with family drama slash awkwardness? And I have the perfect plan. Let's hear this. There, if there's going to be drama and awkwardness, he needs to be at the center of it. Oh. He needs to drink entirely too much. <laughs> so the family is together and uniting against him. Okay. So they're like, oh my gosh, completely. He needs to go all out, drink way too much, fall down drunk, bring a date. It's a stripper, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh!" Complete, completely this is inappropriate. Not the way that I thought this was going to go. Completely so inappropriate. Become the enemy of the entire family. Exactly. Unify so the, the, the family, family has never been more united against you. Divorced parents are like, "Oh my gosh." We are on the same page about this. He's acting completely irresponsible. I wish I had the monologue from the end of Dark Knight memorized because that's what you're, yeah, giving the advice toward. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's what they need. He uh, he needs to be the one who brings the family together, but they're together against him. Um, so I have two ways to handle this advice, okay? So you can handle it like my family does, where we just avoid everything that's awkward. And uncomfortable. <laughs> that's how my family actually deals with it. The appropriate thing to do is to like have, and we just are so bad at this as a society of like, totally actually get together and hash things out in a way that is mm -hmm. non-anxious and non-anger. It's not happening. I know. So <laughs> since, not that's, since, that's, happening. since that's not real, uh, you need to become <laughs> the enemy of your entire family. Yeah, it's true. That's and what I'm saying is if you can before, this is the perfect place to debut a facial tattoo. I was gonna <laughs> come with a full just show thing. up show up in Joker makeup. Joker makeup <laughs> damaged on the top of your head. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you gotta do. Um it, but if you're not gonna do that, I would say a you know, to watch well, you know, it's a wedding. Sometimes there's open bars, watch out about too much. Uh, alcohol consumption, take the Andy Bernard approach, keep your wits about you. Yeah. You know, have a cocktail, but keep your wits about you. Keep your wits about you. <laughs> but, but if you, but, but my advice is go full scorched earth. <laughs> yep. And everyone will be, and then your fan, I mean, it will, it will, I think that will solve it. And then you won't even remember that it's if true. it was any awkwardness. It's true. So, go for it. Let's do some Twitter questions. Let's take a quick break and then do some Twitter questions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back after that quick break. It's time for some Twitter questions. Twitter questions. Twitter questions. You got questions and you ask them on Twitter. <laughs> now we answer them for you. This is Twitter questions. Now let's get down to it. You got shrimps, put them right on the barbie. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's. Our first Twitter question comes from at Zach Deeg, who says, Would you trade Giannis for Presti? Yeah, I know you can't, but would you? I mean, absolutely. I would do that. I think you could win. Then bring back Troy Weaver. You'd be in great shape. I think, I mean, they've got people on staff that I think would do quite well and that know how to do things. I think Presti would probably advise the team to you do it. You need to do this. Yeah, you should do this. this. This is on the table. You should do this. I, I did see, obviously, the report is Giannis, apparently in an interview, mentioned something about, hey, this team needs to really go after it. Yeah. And, of course, it started the old scuttlebutt. It did. About different teams that would be making uh, some sort of push for for Giannis, yeah, the Thunder have the best assets to do something, but they are not probably the premier destination for a guy like Giannis. Where yeah. he's like, "Oh man, I've been dying." To Get play me to video. OKC. Yeah, love it. That's, um, yeah, but, that's the thing. Is like the Thunder will definitely have the best like trade package for almost anybody. However, when it comes to a guy who is in his prime, like Giannis is, who's twenty eight years old. And is just a super duper top three player in the world type of player. Those guys have a say in what happens. Yeah. Especially when they're still under contract. He still has three years left on his deal. He's going to give a list of teams if he wants to go somewhere else. It would be healthy for us to assume that Oklahoma City is not on that list. They're not going to be on the list. Absolutely. Although, although the way this roster is being constructed. If you wanted the best chance to immediately compete for a championship, I think for both the Thunder and Giannis, there mm-hmm. would be a lot of uh, benefits to that kind of move. Yeah, and also that depends on what you would have to get up to give up to get a guy like Giannis. Like, yeah, they're not just going to take all of these picks; they're also going to expect J Dub or Giddy, Giddy or maybe Shet. Shet, what if it was Giddy? Shet and three unprotected first round picks for Giannis. And then your team moving forward is Shea, Giannis, J Dub, Kaysen Wallace, Michich, Jang, 
Jay will. I mean, it's Poku. probably dumb Poku. not to do that. Doesn't it feel make it feel bad though? Yeah. It's like, going to be hard. Like, that's and we're that's all a, fall in love with all of these guys, and that's a great trade for the Bucks because the Bucks get back like to start your rebuild. Three unprotected first, Giddy and Chet, like that's really good. If if you're the Thunder, you might say that's too much. Like yeah, but it. it just sounds like such a homer take to say that. I don't like it. It does anything is too much for Giannis. Giannis and Shea and J Dub is a unbelievable core. Yes. No, but it makes you feel bad. Could they win the title with those three? Yeah. They probably could. Because, I mean, shout out Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. But Shea is is on track to be a much better player than those guys. Um, Yeah. It's... uh, Okay, if you guarantee guarantee that they win, guarantee that they win the championship, I, I would make the trade. Well, that's why Masai Ujiri is the number two ranked GM of all time. Yeah. Or of right now, because he gave everything to win that championship. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, I mean, I, I, my guess is these kind of deals become more of a reality if Giddy, J Dub, and Chet don't necessarily get close to the ceiling that we think they could get to, as far as like a group. Um, where we're like two years down the road and things aren't looking like they're heading toward like contention, you know, and then you could turn around and try to get somebody. But I have high hopes for J-Dub and Giddy and Chet to where it's, it's probably more likely in my mind that those, that that group stays together and competes at a high level than they do something like this. Because I just believe that Giddy and J-Dub and Chet are going to be really good. So, if they're that good, you have more team control over those guys moving forward than you would over Giannis. Um, but at the same time, if Giannis says, I would love to be in Oklahoma City, like Sam Presti, make it happen. Um, that's the moment where you're like, you're ready to push the button. Because Giannis... We'll take you to the second round, if not Western Conference Finals, probably immediately. So, do you think? Do you think he's? What do you think would bring him? That would like be the thing that brings him here, like the thing that's like okay. I mean, it would have to. It would have to be. By the way, Giddy's like dominating right now with his little floater. Is just just playing so well. Um, I think the thing that would bring him here is just like the the team culture what they're building in Oklahoma City, and just the fact that, and obviously in this fake scenario, in this fake scenario where you could trade Presti for Giannis straight up, then you would have like a just super-duper team, I think. Um, but if like you're making an actual trade, like the one I suggested, then I think that you're, I think what would draw him to it is like playing with Shea, playing you know, with a team that still has a lot of excess picks where you could go and, like, form a team around those guys that has, like, real longevity. Because I think with Milwaukee right now, the thing that is tough with them is that, man, in two years, where are the Bucks? In trouble. Yeah. They're, they're going to have a 30-year-old Giannis who's still in his prime, ready to win titles, and the rest of the cast is going, like, Middleton could be close to out of the league. 
Same with Brooke Lopez. Drew Holiday, I think, will still be good, but he is more probably like your third or fourth best player than your second best player. And then they don't have anybody else developing behind those guys. So that that would be the reason why he would look elsewhere. But the truth is, when Giannis is ready to go, he's probably looking at Los Angeles. He's probably looking at Miami. He's probably looking at teams like that. Yeah. Um, because that's where all the superstars want to go. Maybe Golden New State. York. Like Golden State could put together a pretty interesting trade package. Um, it gets, what? it gets, it gets, they don't have any young guys that you care about. Their young guys get less and less interesting. <laughs> like Moses Moody and whoever this Jonathan kid is Kaminga. they got from Santa Clara this year. Yeah. Maybe I'm it's saying, not interesting. I'm saying boo to that. Yeah. Maybe it's not interesting, but the Knicks would be real fun, especially if they can keep kind of this Jalen Brunson. Yeah. That would be wild. That would be wild. I don't know who you would. They don't. I mean, Quentin Grimes and yeah, Emmanuel st- Quickly. Yeah, still not like anything no. that if you're the Bucks that you'd be super enthused with. But yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely an interesting conversation. But I think you have to like take yourself like plant yourself in reality of like what would yes could the Thunder put a bunch of stuff on the table and get Giannis. And I have a like fair trade for Giannis, and still have a ton of assets and a ton of really good players. Yes, and they're about the only team that can do it that way. Yeah, they're one of the only teams. in Pelicans the Pelicans could figure something out too, probably. Yeah, the Pels like you could just say like, "Hey, you want to start over? Why not Zion for Giannis?" Yep, and just like take a swing at having one of the best players in the league, but you need him to not be fat. So and she looks good so far. Off season, same thing. If we just rewind oh, to know. last year, I know. it's the exact same thing. I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna be cautious with. And he was awesome. Like he, Zion was so good when he was healthy last year. I think people forget that there was a game. Did he I think, play last year? Yeah. Oh, I think the game that he went out in, he was playing against Joel Embiid, and it was like a mono mono matchup with those two. And it, I didn't know who was better. Zion's incredible. He's he just, so, so it, good. It's never been a question of his quality. Yeah. It's just the quantity that you get from him. I know. The quantity of man. Quantity of man. Yes. Quantity of man. Uh-huh. Uh, let's go to our next <laughs> Twitter question. It comes from at Stone Cold S. Adams. He wants to know, which Thunder Fringe player would be pounced on if they got waved? Get pounced. Trey uh, Man, Jack White, Jerry. I mean, Trey Man. Jack White. <laughs> it's Trey Man. Yeah, it's probably Trey. They're pouncing. You get pounced. He yeah. was a top I 20 mean, draft just, pick, even though it was a reach a little bit. Yeah, if, if they just waved Trey, he would get picked up off waivers, I think. Um, Jeremiah Robinson Earl might, just as like a fourth or fifth big for somebody. Maybe the Knicks just want all the Villanova guys. Yeah. And so maybe they would pick him up. Maybe. Part of their fraternity. And then they're going to bring in Jay Wright. Hey, that might, that could happen. Could happen. I don't know. Okay. <coughs> but yeah. Here's our next Twitter question. It comes from at Benelephant King, which is a better song? The Final Countdown or Eye of the Tiger? When you start thinking about these songs, they are 
very much alike. They are very much alike. Um, what do you think, Jay? So it's all about context for me. Okay. I'm just going to riff on this for a second, guys. That's so great. obviously, Eye of the Tiger. First thing that comes to your mind is Rocky. Yeah. For me, it's Rocky Four. Okay. Which, in my heart, was the best of all the Rockies. Rocky Four. Many okay. people will disagree with that. I understand. It's like why, as a child, I also loved Return of the Jedi more than all of the other Star Wars. It's a not, good movie. Not the best, but Child J, it just hit me right in the feelings. Mm-hmm. The Final Countdown, when I think of that by Europe, I think of one person. Mm-hmm. Job, Daniel Bryan. Job Bluth. Oh. Mm-hmm. Will Arnett's character yeah. in Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. It's the the first time I ever heard that song was in Arrested Development. Yeah, in the early two thousands. Oh, really? Never heard it before then. Seriously. And for me, when I think about the feelings that both of those experiences bring forth in me, I have to go with Europe's Final Countdown. Wow. See, Final Countdown is also I'm going with. It's what uh, Brian Danielson, uh, professional wrestler, when he was an independent wrestler before he got into WWE. That's what his walkout song was. Ah, yeah. Oh, interesting. And in AEW and one of the last pay-per-views, he came out to that song. They paid the, the did you know the other funny thing about final Countdown, which I know the band Europe mm-hmm. hates that song. Really? Yes. They hate it. And so the, the amount that. of money it costs to license it and use it and stuff is astronomical. Really? They set it so high because they don't want it used everywhere because they hate it. And people still pay it because it's good. Wow. You know, uh, it, it's odd for me for these bands to dislike their most popular and favorite song. Yeah. Like bands like Europe where it's like, what else did they yeah, do? Yeah, what else you got going on? Well, the yeah. thing like is Radiohead. They, Radiohead doesn't play. They haven't. They spent like twenty years not playing Creep. Yeah, it's because now they've it, come back to it. But they were like, we played that song. But but if you nauseum. are if you are that band, you're like, well, we have a bunch of other songs that are better, it's, not just as good, but better than that. I just think there has to be some sort of awareness as a band the, to yeah. say like, no, like so. Here's it shows here, zero self awareness. Here's an example. Yeah. yeah, I went and saw the chicks. The chicks. The chicks at the zoo amphitheater. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey. I know what song you're wanting to hear. I, I, honestly, if it was written or produced after like 2001, nobody wants to hear no it. No one. Yeah. You do not want to hear it. Like, yeah. I yeah. I, it was I, like when I, Paul I, McCartney came to Oklahoma City. Yeah. And he was like, hey, I got some new stuff. And everybody's like, no. Please, yeah. We didn't come here for that. Yeah. And that's, the, you have yeah. to have an awareness as a mm-hmm. band that it's like, what is our bread and yeah. butter? Just yeah. play those songs. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I'm totally like with that. When me and Andrew went uh, uh, about a year or so ago and saw Jimmy Eat World at yeah. Criterion, they knew exactly yes. what the people wanted was great. to hear. And Dashboard. Wanted the hits. Yeah, play the hits. Bro. Third Eye Blind, saw them at Jones Assembly <laughs> a couple <laughs> years <laughs> ago. And yeah. same thing. It was like opened up. They just only played songs off their two albums that people knew. That's good. Yeah, That's perfect. great self-awareness, I, and people saw, have a great time. I saw, this is a few years ago, I saw Taking Back Sunday at uh, oh. Criterion, and there was one like, all right, guys, we're going to play some new songs, so if you need to go to the bathroom, now's the time to do it. That's how they- Did get, they say it? Yes. Yeah, brilliant. And everyone 
did. The yeah. lines to the bar, very long. You can <laughs> you can feel the energy in the room shift yeah. when these bands do that. Yes. Like I went and saw Foo Fighters at the Zoo Amphitheater. You know what they did? Their hits. The hits. Gotta play the hits. It's just if you know. But the problem is, with Europe, they have the hit. They have the hit. They one, have one the hit wonder. hit. I know there's somebody out there that's a huge Europe fan. It's just like, oh my oh, gosh, what is wrong with you guys? No. You're talking about this song. Uh, my aunt thought the song said, "There's a fire downtown." There's a fire down. This is just a and the she thought that's what what a fire truck sounds like. That's pretty good. My my mom was miss miss didn't know the lyrics of that Justin Timberlake song suit and tie you know <laughs> well, as long as I've got my suit and tie well she was singing it but she sang it <laughs> instead of suit and tie sang coat and hat <laughs> Well, as long as I've got my coat and hat. <laughs> I was like, what? I was even... like, the name of the song is Suit and Tie. That's amazing. There is no, how could you possibly get that wrong? You knew it was clothing, but didn't know which two pieces of clothing it was. So on Spotify, <laughs> on Spotify, oh, Europe, oh, man. they have 7 million monthly listeners. And Final Countdown has 521 million wow. streams. Their next one is a song called Carrie mm-hmm. that has 211 wow. million. So it's like... Still 211 million. So that's quite pretty good. A, I might have heard bit. that. Maybe quite I've heard that song. I don't know. I'm not going to play it, though. We've had enough music on this podcast. Plus, you get us pulled. I, national anthems, I don't think, can get you pulled. Yeah, we're not going to get shut down. We're about to, we're about to find out. About to find Honestly, out. we're about to find I out. I haven't played that long. I've tried to keep it, you know, pretty... Uh, yeah, we're still about to find out. Um, that would be awesome. If we they all got pulled down. <laughs> hey, we, we've had many uh, pod pulled down. <sighs> it happens. Okay, guys. Hey, last Twitter question. It's this... Wait, 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 is there, there we got a there's one about a 730 um, bra? Oh maybe I didn't put it in here. Nope, you didn't. Uh we just have to I just have to play really quick. Um Paul George talking about Chet. Okay. And then just Okay. I just have you heard this, Luke? Uh I've seen it referenced, but I don't think I've I've heard his Charles Barkley impression. It's very good. Okay, here is here's him talking about Chet. Chet Holmgren. Who do you got for rookie of the year? It's a lot of good talent. <laughs> I mean, it's going to come down who's going to play more. I'm going to go Shet. I'm going to go Shet. Just because I think he's going to play a ton. They're going to be a, a winning team. The way they play, it's going to be fun to watch. And so I think he's going to get a lot of coverage. He's still got he love. He plays both ends. He blocks shots. He's a little bit more polished, you know, further along. I think than Wimby is because I think you know Wimby's going to have a little learning curve. I know Shet didn't play much due to the injury his rookie year, but being in the league, seeing the the game up close for a year, it's going to give him that much more of a head start. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna go and say Shet. I think Shet's going to be the, the the rookie of the year. He calls at the end. He calls him like Shek. I'm gonna go Shrek. I'm gonna go Shrek. I'm gonna go Shrek. <laughs> Well, I mean, at first I thought, okay, oh. maybe perhaps he said it wrong the first time and just, you know, sometimes you're just talking 
and just a word comes out in a way that he is comes back like Pat and meals. It's like meals. You just keep going back to the meal, the meals, um, <laughs> all the meals. This morning on my way here, I'm going Patty Mills, Patty Mills. <laughs> I wonder because you did it Mills. two weeks in a row. I was ready this morning. I was doing voice exercises. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. Shit. I'm gonna go shit. I was playing shit. it. I was playing it in the car. I'm like my my kids were like, that's the S word, right, Dad? Yeah, just to be clear. <laughs> shout, shout out to J Dub who uh retweeted a really bad joke that I put on the down to down. Was that Twitter. you? Yeah. <laughs> um shit. I'm gonna go shit. Man, oh I just have you ever mispronounced somebody's name so badly like that so many times? Patty Meals. I mean, Meals is definitely J's. Have you ever done that to their face? Somebody's name to their face? I have. We have people in my life that have names that can be pronounced in two different correct ways. Yeah. Right? Like Roana and Roanna. It's like, oh, oh okay. we're up at the emphasis, yeah. you know? That's As, one. So that's I, all I got. I so, just yeah. ran out of. Yeah, was, we got many people, but only one. Only one. <laughs> many people in my life. Yeah. Really, just one. I, I. So I have consults with potential new clients all the time. And yeah, you're walking out and to to meet them for the first time, and you have their name and like their information, and so you have to just make a decision about how you're going to pronounce the name. Yeah, and, definitely. And I, I'm wrong often, <laughs> and I sometimes say you need to tell me. You need to tell me, and we're going like. I need to say this out loud yeah. several times because if I get you it wrong like phonetically here, spell it out. If I get it wrong here, I will never get it right. Yeah. So I get it wrong all the time. Shit. It'd be helpful if like, you know, on most of these, you know, pronunciation guides that you get, it's, you know, if we, any, does anybody know whenever like in a dictionary or whatever, they put like all of the different marks those above. Mean? Like anybody know those? No, no. no. My, no, kid, so, my kids are lear- have like learned those, but I don't know them. Yeah, I'm like, so if it has like a like an accent mark, I'm like, I, I don't it's know. like the where, like, how do you read that? Yeah. I don't know. Shit. So I need you. <laughs> 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 what I have to do and stuff like that, or whenever it's like a Greek word or a town in the Bible, is I'm like. I have to spell it out in the word that I would need it to. Definitely. Yeah, it's like. With, without a doubt, that is right. And I and I will say, I appreciate when people step out and say, no, this is how my name is pronounced. Yeah, you have to do that. Like right away. Because there's some people that don't do and, that. But doing it with like a smile on your face where you're like acknowledging, hey, I know it's hard to or complicated. Yes. I, I interviewed a guy this week that I said his name wrong from the outset of the interview and he immediately corrected me and I said, I like that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Shit. Shit. He said shit so many times in this podcast. And I love I love uh podcast P. I think he's done a great job. But his shit. Charles Barkley impersonation was spot, good. Spot on. It was good. He's doing he's doing great for himself. Shit. You know what? It has us talking about his podcast. You know, if he would have just said Chet, honestly, I don't really care. There's been a lot of like either former or current players that have picked Chet to be rookie of the year. I don't care. I really don't care that if they pick him or not. It doesn't matter to me because it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't get him votes. It doesn't get him anything. It gives us content. It gives us sure. It whatever. does give him votes in some kind of backdoor sense. And just the narrative. You know narratives. He has to play well though. 
Like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's got to be. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, got to yeah, be really yeah, good. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. got to be really good. I just think all like the preseason backdoor like, votes. <laughs> I figured that's where you're, you were. You just shut down. You just shut down. All the, all the, you know, like preseason. It's great, shit. But I don't know, man. Chet, like oh. shit. It is just. Shet. It's it's far off. Shit. Shit. I want to go shit. So let's think about words that start with the ch that have the sh versus the ch. Yeah. Like, uh, can I have a slice of cheese on my burger? That's exactly where I was going. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. uh, the the uh, oh, you saw that band, the Shicks. <laughs> yeah. Hey, or, you want to play some Sheckers? You know what nobody does anymore is they don't write any Shecks. Shecks. I write no Shecks. Um. Ch. <laughs> My brother, Shad. Shad. Shad, yeah. You should call him Shad. What's up, Shad? <laughs> What's up, Shad? I'm always sitting down in a chair. Yep. Yeah, that's good. I'm yeah. Good. And you can go the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah, it's, no, like, it's like, oh, yeah, it's where I put my lawnmower in my ched. It's like, oh, I just, <laughs> I just took a big stinky chit. <laughs> in All right. the toilet. We knew it. You, you yeah! <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, you're, you're a chithead. <laughs> See? Good. It's like what a kid does to try to like not cuss. I know. Like, or like third, substituting different in words. third grade when you'd hold your tongue and have to say different things. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Apple, pi- like pirate ship. Yeah, and I we that was huge in third grade, and then we all got we were all like back from recess. Uh-huh. Everyone had been holding their <coughs> tongues and saying pirate ship all recess, and everybody and, got strep throat. And the, no, the teacher sat us down, <laughs> and the person who like had brought it in, his name was Alan. I won't say more than that. She goes, Alan, would you like to hold your tongue and say what you've been telling everyone else to say? And oh. <laughs> He was so embarrassed. <laughs> he said, heck yeah, I do. He said, yes. <laughs> I had to do this in front of everybody? Yes. Let's go. Uh-huh. <laughs> Luke, uh, are you, uh, you got any final questions for us? Are you miffed and are you paid? Miffed. 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 You guys murfed? <sighs> yeah, I told you guys before the pod. So I have Edmund, historically hard water. Okay. Yeah. Oh, really? It's yeah. True. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. brutal. It like destroys plumbing and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, you don't want it too soft. I know. Yeah, too soft. I would water? like somewhere in between. What's wrong? Look for middle. What guy. does it do if it's too soft? It's so slippery. Yeah. You like just you're slipping around in the shower. Oh, it's in terrible. the shower. In the ch- <laughs> your your shower like, in the shower. Like you cannot like you. It's it's really bad. Yeah, I take well, hard water any day. I wouldn't uh, no. because I experienced this. But what happens is I get like calcium buildup in my coffee pot. Calcium? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get calcium co- uh, buildup in my coffee pot, and it makes it to where when it like I push brew, and it doesn't. If I put four cups of coffee in there, it'll brew two cups and then just leave water sitting in the little uh, reservoir. Oh yeah. So every time that happens, I have to get vinegar and I run like one little run of white vinegar and it kind of cleans out some of that calcium Mm -hmm. and then it runs normally. The issue is, is vinegar is the most potent substance on the earth. Yeah, it is. And so you put vinegar in anything and I have to like multiple different brews to try to get the vinegar taste out. Didn't apparently do enough last night. 
brewed some coffee this morning, threw it in my cup, had no. it over here. Just I in my mouth I have like a tinge of vinegar. Because <laughs> coffee is like number two on the most potent it's bitter. taste and smells. And it's vinegar bitter. in it, and it's, I just have a little bit of vinegar in it, so yeah. it kind of murfed and perfed me. Yeah. Yeah, that's not great. That's no. not great. Oh man, murfed? Puffed? No. I'm not. What beat? about what about heat heat sickness? It got too hot. I played with Scottsdale. <laughs> I played a golf, and I got heat exhaustion or whatever it is. And I was I was I was so out of it. Had to, I'd slept for I fell asleep at like four in the afternoon. Didn't wake up until four a.m. Got up and got on my plane. Felt great at the airport. Yeah. Wow. But man, it was I was down. You have that ability, though. Like, you have that sleeping ability. Oh, yeah. He has since we were just, kids. Just ask my Pokemon sleep app. How's that going? Great. I cheat on it. So <laughs> about two hours before bed, I set it for sleep, and I put it on my bed, which is good because I'm not laying up at night on scrolling through the TikTok. So yeah. it actually is helping, That's good. but I'm cheating. So yeah, please is. don't... Um, <laughs> Please don't tell the fine people at Pokemon Sleep. Luke used to sleep when we were like in middle school until like noon. One day in college, I slept till five. Woke up and it was dinner. It was awesome. Missed all my classes. (laughs) Missed all of them. And the day before, I was like, I'm going to sleep. I'm not setting an alarm. I'm not waking up until I have to. I'm missing all my classes. And I did. (laughs) It was great. Uh, that sounds great uh all right thanks so much for listening to our show hope you guys have a great weekend we will talk to you guys again on monday